Hey friend, welcome to The Quest, the podcast featuring three guys who happen to be on staff at the First Christian Church in Cookville, Tennessee, having conversations about following and pursuing God with all of our hearts and helping the church live authentic Christ-following lives in a post-Christian culture. Hey friends, welcome to The Quest. It is Brad, Jared, and Josh from the First Christian Church here in Cookville, Tennessee. And um, as always, we are together just to talk about the Word, going through a book. And I'm horrible with titles. What is the title of the book? Unfolding Grace. Okay. I I love the book. I just don't know the title of the book. Uh, But Unfolding Grace. The idea is that we're walking through Scripture, you know, literally from Genesis through Revelation. The author skips some some passages, but but, uh, hits what he considers to be all the main ones anyway. And we're looking at how grace is unfolded and revealed um, through the whole Bible. So it's it's a really cool way to kind of walk through the scriptures. Um, so we're looking at Genesis 15 through 18 today. We're glad you're here. Um, we hope that in the midst, we have no idea what we're going to say. We have three questions that we haven't looked at yet, but we're going to let them kind of rise up and inspire conversation. And we hope that the Holy Spirit will lead that and encourage and bless you. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, all those things. And... Um, um, really appreciate that. Greatest thing you can do is just share this with a couple friends. That'd be super cool. And uh, we already prayed before we clicked record, so we're going to dive in. Uh, we're looking at Genesis 15 through 18. And if you're not familiar with that section of scripture, hopefully you will be when we're done. So uh, what is the qu- first question? Well, this section is called uh, Abraham and the Promise of Isaac. And the first question is, what does Abraham's life teach us about the nature of true faith? The nature of true faith. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So 15 opens up with God reaffirming his covenant, mm-hmm. right? That you will inherit this land, right? That your descendants will be as numerous as the stars in the sky, dust of, dust of the ground. Right. That blows me away. Um, <laughs> and then there's this really wild that I, I, I've never taken an intense season to study this passage and I need to. Mm. This 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 sacrifice of animals, laid laid in a line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, have you have you studied this before? Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and and God passes through it, right? And 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 in, in doing so, He's reaffirming this uh, this covenant. But it was really interesting for me before that, for whatever reason, it really stood out to me that preceding God's presence, walking between these sacrifices, reaffirming the the, the blessing. Um, Noah experiences a very distinctly. Abram, what did I say? Noah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we talked about Noah last time. <laughs> we did. So Peter experienced. No, sorry. No, no. Abraham. <laughs> Abraham experiences this really dark yeah, thing, right? Where dread and darkness comes over him, and in that moment, he talks about Egypt and the four hundred years of mm-hmm. slavery. I know we're talking about the the nature of of. Uh, Faith. Faith. Um, but it, all of this is just like, first off, I am like Abraham. I I need reminders, man, mm-hmm. when my faith in my well, it's, faith. It's hard to, to walk in that hope without, you know, something to, to look towards. It's, it's that vision. It's, 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 it's that thing that draws you on and... It, just like we, we talk about in, in our vision of our church. Right, right. It's having that direction and that guiding, you know, life. Something you can continually come back to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, we see it 
especially in the Old Testament, there's long periods of time of silence. Yeah, I didn't catch the age of Abraham in chapter 15, but who knows? I don't know if I'm sure there's a... So in Egypt, he would have been like, what, 75, and now he's pushing 95, I think, in, in the first part, and then he hits 100 at the latter part. Okay, so, so it's been 20 years anyway. So yeah, exactly. So it's been a while. Now, like my, myself, like I go weeks and I go, um, God, hey, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> forget to turn your alarm no, off. Oh, it was on, everything's on silent. That's what doesn't make sense. <laughs> important stuff um you know I'll, I'll go weeks and it's like okay god what, what's you know what's up with the silence you know what's yeah. you know yeah you know here we have decades of silence and just you know hanging on to desperately clinging to that truth yeah. that god will do whatever he'll do you know give them the yeah. land he'll yeah. give them descendants he'll give them, you know those promises yeah that's how critical and important it is that we do cling jealously cling to the promises that God has given us. Yeah. Whether we have that reaffirmation or not. Sure. Because he's I mean, not going to ch change. No. He's no. not going to fail to fulfill. Right. Even though it's it's hard. And right. and yeah, and he does give us those reminders. I was to gonna say you are you are you are espousing really great theology there. But <laughs> but the reality But is, the human side yes. is is the struggle and 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 Am and, I doing? Am I doing right? Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I yeah. You just being. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Yeah. No, I thought you were actually asking that. I was going to say, no. no, you're just being Jared. It's no. cool. I mean, <laughs> it's all good. But, 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 you know what does strike me about Abraham is he? He has like the. You can almost. It's I don't know how many how many years pass between them, but there are like these clear markers where God like breaks in and gives him this powerful experience, like we were talking about having a vision and how that vision sticks with you. Even though it only happened one time, it's it's so burned into your memory and mind and heart and soul and whole person that it just has this power to sustain yeah. and and press you forward, which is awesome. I mean, yeah, he would build monuments because <laughs> like, you say monuments or set aside. Okay, we're gonna create this feast that yeah. then reminds us of what God has done when He was faithful uh, that yeah. one, you know, that that one time. Or but it's all started in. Sorry, I'm doing my chipmunk thing with my coffee, putting it in my cheeks when I talk. And just for those of you who couldn't see it. Um, but anyway, um, faith all begins with uh, with an act of God, mm -hmm. right? It all begins with a revelation. I mean, I'm trying to get down to the nuts and bolts of this question yeah. here. It's like, I mean, God reveals himself. Well, and that's one of the ways that I like to, to read scripture is to look for, it's like, okay, in this passage, and it's a little bit trickier in the Old Testament, you end up reading a lot more volume, but to answer the questions, but is who is God, you know, what aspect of himself is he revealing in this passage? Mm -hmm. And then and then the next question is, what is he doing? Mm -hmm. He's making those promises. He's, right. he's you know, being, he's, he's coming through where he promised he would. He's sure. making an additional promise. He's defeating an enemy. He's whatever. And then that in turn defines who I am. I'm the one that is being promised. Yeah. And then and in turn, okay, what should I do in response to he finds all the, that? the relationships. Yeah, and so we have our responses. identity. We know who he is and we know who we are in, in, in relation to that. And now we know what it is we need to do. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And so, so understanding those promises and, and the purpose of those promises and, and actually looking at scripture in that light helps us to discern the scripture. Sure. Sure. And then this is a really cool passage to actually interject that kind of thought because we're at the very, I mean, there's a reason that Genesis 1 through 11 is called prehistory, <laughs> right? 
it, it's it's a unique section of the book. And when you get to 12, you're actually beginning something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, God, this is, we could make a really super powerful, strong argument that this is the beginning of God's relationship with man. He, he interacted and interacts with, with Abraham or Adam and Eve it, and definitely Noah. In this form of, of relationship. But in have. this yeah. thing that he's going to build, he's going to build a people now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is new. Mm-hmm. So the promises and the revelations he's making to Abraham are very different. Yeah. And there's their direct interaction with Adam or, or with Noah. They're foundational. With, yeah. yeah. Abram was, was unique. Yeah. And we can draw a lot more from And him. he uses the word everlasting quite a few times yeah. in these things. You know, it's like, this is an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I'll tell you the other, the other thing I was thinking about with faith is, um, it really does leak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> he promises him. And then later on, I don't know where oh, it is. Gotcha. Seventeen? No, no, no. Well, he shows up again in seventeen and and, and orchestrates um, 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 circumcision, mm-hmm. which blows me away. Ninety nine years old. Yeah. And he Ow. circumcises himself. Ow. Crazy. Don't even want to go there. Um, <laughs> and then and then what is he a hundred? When God says, "I'm going to be back next year." Yeah. Right. And, and you'll have a have child. A, yeah. Yeah. And he's told him this, mm-hmm. and Abraham falls down well, and starts cracking up. Uh, yeah, he does. But back to, back <laughs> like, to the circumcision. What? So yeah. it, uh, I would say that that's a perfect example of you're, it's not like you're ever too old to get saved. It doesn't matter how, how far you've come through life. doesn't matter what has happened in life. He's there to start the process of sanctification, of removing that flesh that holds that sin in your heart, those places, those pockets that, that sin festers and grows right. in. So you're diving into the symbology I'm, of circumcision. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So just, just bit. trying to help the audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when all, we get, when we get to Leviticus, I'm, I'm going to <laughs> Just so you know, just about anything you want to know about the Bible, Jared can explain it to you from the book of Leviticus. Leviticus just, is amazing. I know. Go ahead. I'm or sorry. Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Uh, those are my two favorites. The saddest and most painful books in the Bible. The truest and more. Most okay. <laughs> Go ahead. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's accurate. all good. Meaningless. It's all meaningless. I like Philippians. Rejoice. <laughs> it's all good though. No, That's sorry. looking forward though. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I For the perfection that is yet to come. I know. I know. Because I ain't there. Oh, Lord. Oh, um. Lord. Did we, did we well, go? no, it's true. So, so faith, faith starts with a revelation from God. It leaks. Yeah. It needs reminders. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we have things that are anchors that we hold on to along the way mm-hmm. that are solid. Oh, so, so on, on Sunday, um, I, I, I used an analogy. It was actually something that I, I was just talking with somebody and it just kind of came out about, um, how we, we cling to, um, peace and we cling to joy and we cling to all these things like sand mm. and it doesn't matter how tight you grip the sand will slip through your fingers what does. we need to be reminded of is that we're literally standing on a beach that god has given us we don't need to hold it we're walking in it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. right it's like we want to possess <laughs> we want it. to possess it and hold it and control it and and, and to get, to like, get no. eloquent here it wants to possess us right yeah it, it, we it, god just wants us to rest in him yeah we get Buried in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> so no, God, give me what I want so I can still be independent from you right. and have all the benefits of knowing you. But yeah, it's yes. like, no, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. Now yeah. we're back to Adam and Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Faith constantly pushes us though. It's, 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 
That's yeah, awesome. Brings us back and reminds us. Yeah. Yeah. And and it and it, and it by definition always involves a trust um and a relinquishment but, of, of of control. Yeah, and it was well, based on it's faith faith is never blind. It's based on something that was real. But it doesn't hang with you every day. That that thing that's real, you just have to trust that that was real and continue to mm-hmm. make decisions going forward based on that. Yeah, the faith endures. Yeah, whatever it was that was based on the event right. doesn't right. doesn't need to. Right, but the effects of it do. Right. Well, okay. Now I'm getting into Greek, and I don't want to do that because I'm thinking about Greek tenses and cool <laughs> stuff, and how stuff happens and it has an ongoing Nerd. effect. And super cool. But anyway. Um, I'm sorry, Josh. You're really quiet. Are I we just really? Are we just really loud? Yeah, we I think we are. No. Just talking. <laughs> you guys are good. Okay. Well, go ahead. What's the next question? Second question: uh, How does God intentionally cultivate a- uh, Abraham's faith in these oh. chapters? Well, we kind of did that. Intentionally <laughs> cultivate Abraham's intentionally faith. Intentionally cultivate. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we did. But th- that's a cool angle. What do you think, Josh? <laughs> on the spot i want to jump you in here well i mean i can because i can well i mean we kind of alluded to it you know yeah. the, the the cultivation of of the faith you know forcing him to rest in the promise that was already made yeah yeah oh yeah yeah i love i love the fact that first off i think it's important to define who's the one that needs faith it isn't god <laughs> right there's only one person in this story who needs to have his faith developed and it's Abraham, of course, and his family, and his, yeah. all that. So, so if there's any cultivation, it's by God in us. Um, and um, um, I, I, I just, I remember the first time that I studied Genesis. It wasn't the first time I studied it. I mean, the first time that I read it and, and saw something, I really used to put it, people like Abraham and the, and the, the, we've talked about this, um, the, um, I used to put the, what is the word for these guys? The patriarchs. On a up on that pedestal. pedestal, yeah, right. These guys were pillars of the faith, and then I read it, and I was so disappointed because <laughs> they mess up constantly, yeah. you know. And then they come back. And then they come back, right? Well, they, that, that's the whole like keep your you know hold your your heroes to high standard. Like no, no, yeah. that's and not it, the point. It, and it shows the nature of yeah. I, I I had those stories. I read them like four years ago. Yeah. And in that four years, it's like people. It's like okay, you know, okay, I'm a guitar player. You want to become the best guitar player in the world? Die. Because as soon as you die, everybody says you're the greatest in the whole world, right? You know? Um, and you never get old and, and start to fail. And yeah, start to- <laughs> you forget. And you forget all the negative. Mm-hmm. And you just hold on to the positive. Right. But the negative is important to these stories. It really is. It's because it reminds you God's the hero. God's the hero. These are these are vessels that he's graciously Working Which should be the ultimate encouragement to us is that we totally. don't have to be perfect. Yeah. I mean, David, I said on Sundays, like David is a perfect example of an absolutely horrible man with one redeeming quality that isn't even his own, that he pursued <laughs> God, Yeah, that he was, he was after God's own heart. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And any of us can do that. Any of us can pursue God's heart. Yeah. It's just about you get back up. Sure. Just yeah. keep getting back get, up. That, well, I was going to say with the whole, we totally hijacked Josh. <laughs> well, because I, I want you it. to jump in here. Yeah. Because, um, but I'm thinking that I'm still thinking about God cultivating. That's God's, and 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 there's no way we can do anything but thank Him for it. We just thank Him for it because we can't make Him do it. We, I say that I like that 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 idea that even that word cultivating. Yeah. yeah. 
That's a great term for and, this. Because he, he is the one who wants, first off, the Bible talks about faith being a gift. Right. We don't even have it if he doesn't give it to us. Yeah. And so he's the giver of faith. He's the revealer of himself. He's he's the one who, who orchestrates the whole thing and gives us everything we need. Yeah. And that's what you see him doing, dropping in, just making sure Abraham has everything he needs yeah. to believe. Yeah. But but not so much that it doesn't require trust, you know. Yeah, That's I was awesome. I listened to a part of a sermon. It was on uh, Instagram, so a snippet of a sermon. Uh, and the quote was, and the reason why I listened to it was, the quote was, uh, "Maybe you don't need God as much as you think you need God." So I was huh? like, "Okay, let Got me my hear attention. exactly." <laughs> so uh, Levi Lesko is the the minister who's, who's preaching yeah. and um, his whole thing is, and what I see here and, and stuff that I wrote of how God intentionally cultivated Abraham's faith is God specifically dropped in and made big points or things happen in Abraham's life at the beginning of the relationship. So that when Abraham would then start teaching his son about who God is and faith in him, uh, he had all these things that he could look back and say, this is what God has done. Um, and then Abraham's purpose at that point is then to share that faith and spread that on to the next generation, next generation. And so the sermon quote of maybe you don't need God as much as you think you do is uh, he was making the the point of when you become, when you first become a Christian, you notice God moving in your life in big ways. But the longer you become a Christian, uh, you don't see God move as big or you don't, you don't notice it as right. often. Um, and so he's just saying, because God has already done that at the beginning, he set that foundation so that then you are able to then go and tell people of what God has done yeah. in your life. Um, and so when I, when I look at this, uh, you know, God intentionally, uh, here's, here's a, here's a promise. You and your wife are going to have a kid in an old age. Um, you know, from there it goes to, uh, I love the interaction between uh, God and Abraham with uh, Sodom. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, Beth and I were, we were talking and Beth's like, she looks at it as it's the sarcastic thing of like, okay. Yeah. Cause God already knows there's not <laughs> right. 10 people. Yeah. yeah. So, but what I love is Abraham has this interaction with God and God allows Abraham to uh, then express well, what if there's 50? What if there's 45? And it goes all the way down. And at this point, if yeah. I was God, I'd be, I'd be like, Abraham, shut up. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. shut up. Let me do what I want to do. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever. Yeah. But God, uh, because he's built this relationship and he's telling Abraham, Hey, I'm building this relationship with you. You're going to be the, this, you know, this foundation of where this is going to start. Um, I'm going to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. We're going to have this interaction back and forth. My will is ultimately still going to be done, right? but I'm going to, you know, I, we're going to have this exchange. Yeah. Um, and so, it. and then at the end, it's just one person or one family group that, right. that is saved out of that. But yeah. um, I just love that because in that process, it's showing Abraham, God showing Abraham, no, just like, I want you to listen to me. I want you to interact with, with me and, and have this conversation and, um, just by doing that, I think that's a huge way that God cultivates Abraham's faith yes. uh, in leading his people forward of, mm -hmm. 
Uh, he allows no, him yeah. to approach him, to to express himself, to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like now that I've been so bold, even though I'm just dust, he <laughs> yeah. says a couple times, right? right. Yeah. Uh, and you know that I'm dust. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out there again. And yeah, that's awesome. It, um, a couple of weeks when we were doing the Deuteronomy six series mm-hmm. and um, what's that pastor's name we were listening to Vody. Matt Chandler or Matt, Matt Chandler, Matt Chandler, oh, okay. yeah. Matt Chandler. He was reading a quote from Chesterton mm-hmm. and talking about God in his nature. And he was spinning it off into children and play how, how children love to play. And they're super creative in their play and they're pure in their play. And he said, God is more like a child than we really realize, not in an immature way, but in a free and playful way. And he enjoy. it makes me think about Peter's thing where he says he's not slow in keeping his promises as some think. He, he, he knows where it's all going. Yeah. And he doesn't live in this construct of time. We just feel so confined by time. We have to get it done. Mm. We, this is fluff. What are you doing? You're wasting time. We got to just get to the point. And God's like, dude, it's going to happen. Let's just enjoy the interaction. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, precisely when he means to. Exactly. And, and I created you just for these moments. I, I think it's so cute that you just want to argue with me. This is great. <laughs> you know, give it to me. And I want to interact back with you because yeah. you're actually, I created you. And, and yet you have this own, you have your own mind. You have your own will. And I'm just, I'm so blessed just watching you be you. You know, it's almost like I get to see that with God, with Abraham. Oh, this is so cool. Come here, Jesus. Watch this. He's, I'm going to say something. He's going to say something back. It's so cool. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm being silly here, but I think there's a little bit of that in yeah. the heart of the father. Just he more, we make it so theological. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's just, I mean, he, he, he actually put a spirit in us that, that allows us to call him daddy. Right. Well, wow. I do the same thing with Amelia. Like she, when, when, when she cultivates her own opinion on something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it may not be right it's not obviously going to be as informed as right a more mature person we but get it you're smarter it's no <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm smarter I'm than kidding. a six-year-old uh, but not a fifth grader not a fifth grader i'm no. sorry go ahead but it's it's really fun yeah. it's really oh, fun it to see her put things together and come up with these ideas mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though even if they're silly or not right or whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's it's it's no. And we so enjoy that as parents. Totally. Yeah. And I think that's a God thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was the question? <laughs> oh, cultivating. cultivating. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, he's just a daddy cultivating, you know, lots of aspects. I mean, faith being a, a you know, the, the major informer of all of the subsequent cultivations of endurance, you know, to, to, to persevere that that's, that's threaded through the entire scripture. It's not just about flipping a light switch and yep, got faith done. No, it's, it's, it's this continually, the renewing of your mind. It's, you know, continually dying to oneself. It's, mm-hmm. it's continuing on. And so that, that endurance is something else that God is cultivating. hundred yeah. percent makes me think about Paul's words in first Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. These three remain faith, hope, and love greatest is love. And of course we all, all run to the fact that, when perfection comes, the imperfect will fade away. We won't need faith. We got God. We're right there. We're hanging. Yeah. It's awesome. We won't need hope, right? Well, just walk in love. Well, actually, we actually will be where where God wants us to be. I'm gonna. Right. I was gonna yeah. say where we want to be. But really, it's where God has always wanted us uh-huh. to be. Uh, and what we a lot more of what we could probably have experienced here and now had we mm. allowed Him to do it. Um, yeah, that's that's the only thing we really can do is inhibit. God blessing our lives. Yeah. <laughs> we get in his way. 
Yeah. 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 So, so true. But yeah. So, um, but God is just, yeah, he's trying to help us learn to trust him. The, one of the things that you, you mentioned that made me think about with Abraham and, and, and the, the, the bold interactions that God had with him, I thought, you know, it doesn't take a lot of massive interaction to sustain you for life. I mean, mm-hmm. the, and the things that God promised him, they weren't, they weren't, um, 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 abstract. Yeah. You're going to have a kid. Right. I mean, that's like, I'm right. sorry. Didn't yeah. mean to be that loud, but you know what I mean? That's like solid, man. Um, I'm going to give you this land. Right. Um, you know, it was stuff that was tangible and there wasn't a lot of it. Those promises. Sure. It was like four things, three things or whatever. And, and, uh, and so, it, yeah. So, so can we, can we, can we diverge a little bit on that one? Sure. Ishmael. Oh, I know. So, so here we have a promise mm-hmm. and he takes it into his own hands to fulfill. Well, because after all, rationalize, rationalize, <laughs> it, it is uh-huh. flesh of my flesh. Right. And it is God, from me. And, and God does keep his promise. Absolutely. And he does bless yeah. Ishmael. And, and I can hear Abraham is like, well, he didn't say Sarah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I we're right back in the well, garden. But you what I what I like through that interaction also though is God's like, okay, uh-huh. I, I will I will bless him, but this is not right. This is not who I've promised. Yeah, I'm still uh, going to you know, yeah. bless whom I'm going to bless. Yeah. Well, that was in response to Abraham. Can't it be? Can't yeah. it be yeah. him? Yeah. Come on, he's already 13. I'm a hundred, dude. That was in that midst of <laughs> yeah. you know, really. And 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 God's like, oh yeah, I'll bless him. But how often do we use our faith to enact our will. We say, Oh, God promised me this. Therefore I must because And I've heard yeah. way too many Christians, like just don't stop moving, keep moving. And God will, you know, get you there in the end. He will bless you. And I, I'll point back to Ishmael and go, really? Yeah. I mean, yes, but there's yeah. going to be struggles in your life because yeah, you sure. enacted your will. You determined how you were going to be blessed or how he was going to bless you. Yeah. Yeah. That goes back to what I was saying earlier that, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you along Abraham, but remember the bottom line, it's all about me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying that that's okay for God to say that. Right. It's like, it's not all about us. It, it, it it feels like it's all about you in this story. It feels like it's all about me trying to get you somewhere, Hmm. but actually your story is going to become a chapter in a book. (laughs) <laughs> and and I'm the hero of the story and millions of people down through history are going to read about you struggling along here, but they're going to see I'm the hero. God, what a weird concept. I know. And God already had knew all that. Oh yeah. Right. Right. But yeah, it's like, and we think that our little issue today is the biggest thing in the world. And it does feel like it sometimes, but, Oh yeah. But God's like, oh. mm-hmm. you know, Wow. So when we get to Leviticus, we go Feast of Trumpets. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. Last question. How are we, like Abraham and Sarah, tempted to doubt God and his promises today? <laughs> uh, I'm not like him at all. I don't know about you guys. Um, I got this in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't have faith. The other side of the coin of faith is it's it's rubbing up against something. It's choosing to not doubt. It's going to fly in the face of something. It has to. Yeah. Right. So we're always going to be tempted to do the other thing. Right. Otherwise, it's not faith. Right. Because it just is. Right. 
I'm not, I'm not, there's no faith involved in me thinking that you're sitting there. Sure. I'm looking right at you, right? I'm a hallucination. But if I, but if I walked down the, but if I walked down the hall for five minutes and, and, and didn't come back and somebody said, is Jared in your room? And I'd say, sure. And they'd be like, would you bet your life on it? No, because he may have got nothing going across the hall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like, because I'm not walking by sight. I'm not sight anymore. It's crazy. So you instantly have to. Yeah, I, I can look yeah. at, a, at a chair and see it's holding you up. Yeah. But it's different for me to put my own yeah, yes. keister in said chair. Yeah, and lift your and feet off the floor and trust it. Trust that faith. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. it's yeah, so you have to. Yeah. Yeah, have we're, a, all, a we're always in tempted. The you got to have to. Yeah. Yeah, and have something to lose. Just, yeah, goes right back to the garden again. Well, yeah, no, I mean the whole thing. <laughs> I know, I know, but but I mean specifically, the whole apple thing was ultimately. Or I say apple. I don't, we don't yeah, know the fruit. The fruit. Um, uh, see this, friends. This is why if you ever write children's curriculum. <laughs> don't say apple you know yes. yeah don't, don't, don't be careful the picture you use because it gets burned in somebody's mind and they'll say it for the rest of their life uh, but um but anyway um you know the, that whole command of do not eat from the street it's 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 god saying trust me period that's just it i trust me i know better it'll mess you up and that's what all of faith is really whatever command or promise or situation trust and- and, and, and it's important that we pay attention to exactly what it was that he said. He didn't say, I mean, Eve imposed her own secondary commands off on it. See, you know, I to, think, I think Adam gave that secondary command to his wife and knowing I, I agree that it's just like the Pharisees saying, well, here's the law, right? but let's add this onto it so that it will keep us. We know if we get to that point, we're that much closer to oh, breaking. Oh, do not that even law. touch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and so I, I would even go so far as to say, so in in the scripture, God tells Adam mm-hmm. not to. He didn't tell Eve. No, I know. Eve wasn't. I've, even heard, I've heard whole sermons on this. So about being so, a good husband. Yeah, Adam yeah. added to what God says. So when Satan comes alongside, he call, got to call out several things. Yeah. Did God tell you? Right. One. And did he, he really say? Did he really say not? To, you know. Yeah. So and, and then not to touch it or look upon it. Yeah. No, not to eat it. Yeah. So Satan like had all kinds of ammunition in his bag, and we gave it to him, and we gave it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and we do it continually because we added day. to and tweaked what God actually said. Yeah. Wow, we're good at Which, that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hear because it's a whole lot easier to take into your hand the physical and to act on that than it is to sit and say, okay. I know God, you said this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for you to provide, or I could just go ahead and act myself and give me the thing that I long for, um, mm. which is what we see Abraham do when Sarah says, "Here's my servant, yeah. go have yeah. a kid with her." Right. Yeah. Um, so, and, and you know, I think the one of the biggest, obviously, uh, problems with that, and it's a universal problem, is. No, 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 no. God doesn't get the glory if you do it that way. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, God said this. We helped him out. You know, <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we provided what needed to happen I'm there. Sorry, we, we manipulated getting it. Getting a 90-year-old woman pregnant is a much bigger deal than... Oh, yeah. Know, Especially because the Bible's careful to say she was beyond childbearing years. Yeah, yeah. right. That, that, that means something, you know? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I just think that's that's phenomenal. Um. Yeah, we, we it, it's it's all about 
the battle for the throne. Well, it's like what we talk about um, with, with the, the church, the mission. Like, if it's something that's attainable, you're thinking too small. Exactly. You got to let God have a great, grand idea here. And we're not saying that so that we can sound cool. No. <laughs> we're saying that because we know God is a jealous God and he's jealous for his glory. Yeah. And, and how much more awesome it is to be a part of something that's so much bigger that you can't physically have pulled off. And yeah. by definition, those things are going to be hard to bring people along on. Oh, yeah. That requires it, 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 oh. faith. A lot of <laughs> faith. And, 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 and work, and not just physical, but emotional. Yep. The relational stress and strain and mm -hmm. clarifications and all of those things. Because it's a battle for the heart. It's mm -hmm. a battle for a mind that is... that. That naturally, like we've just been talking about this whole thing, wants to possess and control and rest and be comfortable and have it what we've always had. And yeah. and God is always blowing that box up. Oh, yeah. And calling I us out of that. I can't think of a scripture that says anything about you know being comfortable. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Those well-fed sheep laid down on the green pasture. It was cool. Sure. <laughs> Beside quiet waters, even yeah. you know that was cool. But that again, but that, that's God doing I, I it. I can I can do yeah. that in the midst of my enemies. No, 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 no. That was that's later in the that's later. Uh, in but the I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what you mean. I can man. be there. I can be. I, I can be um, at peace. Yeah. No matter what the circumstance. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, we, it's 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 too easy a trap to get stuck in to to, to be uh, to fight for being comfortable. As opposed to fight. For oh, peace. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. too easy to, to to focus on being happy instead of joyful. Those those, those are those are false equivalents. No, you're right. And I, I I tell you, this is something that goes on inside my head more often than I like to admit. Every time, almost every time, the Holy Spirit prompts me to serve. My flesh doesn't want to. <laughs> but you're work. blessed when you do though right and i was just gonna say and every time i let my flesh win the fruit is mm -hmm. i'm bummed mm -hmm. and every time i let the spirit win i'm blessed and i'm joyful yep every time and i know that's the case and yet and i still struggle <laughs> every time yep you know that's <laughs> just so crazy that which i want to do yeah, I do not do that. Yeah. I do not want to. Yeah, I know. And praise God that that is, I mean, okay, to take Abraham full circle, he didn't have the Holy Spirit. Mm -mm. He didn't have the scriptures. He didn't have people he that shared his faith. And yeah, he had God who dropped in every 20 years. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's massive. And so here we are today. And if, it's a lot more nuanced and it's a lot more about the heart and a lot more, all of those things than Abraham's thing. But we have God living inside of us, giving us the will and the desire and the power, Paul says in Philippians, yeah. to do what pleases him. A new heart has yeah. been put inside of us. Yeah. He's there to move us. And we still struggle. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, so that makes me really. But we learn. At, we grow. But it makes me look at Abraham with a fresh appreciation, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, I, I think I would have run off the rails even harder, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, he said that like 15 years ago. Come on, man. It's like, mm -hmm. but life happened and stuff and yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Cool. Well, what were we at time? Uh, 35, 35. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it was good. We really went today. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. But, but, um, man, the awesome news is. 
God is good all the, all time. the time. And all the time, God, God is, is good. good. We say that all the time here at the church. Um, he is good all the time. And it's all about him. And man, when we trust him. He's faithful. To everything he said he will do. Yeah. And I think it was Paul writing to Timothy. He said, even when we're not faithful, he's faithful. Praise God. Because if we both fell apart on the same day, it'd be, it'd be a bad thing, wouldn't it? So oh. praise the Lord. So, hey, man, keep your eyes on Jesus. Thanks for hanging out with us. Like, share, subscribe, all those good things, and have a great day. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye.